ladies and gentlemen, or depending on when you're listening, good afternoon or good evening. This is Drinks with Dub, and I am your host, N-Dub, a.k.a. Dub City, a.k.a. If I can't beat your kids, you can't leave them with me. That's just the way it is. Thank you for tuning in and checking in, checking me out this week uh, with a brand new episode. A uh, couple quick things I want to get off the bat. The episode you are about to listen to is actually out of order and not like out of order as in the shit don't work like it's broken or something but it was it's actually the episode i intended on putting out last week uh but last week last week when i went to go finish up this episode i had some people at the house and you know was kind of hanging out and i was like i need to finish up this you know episode so i can put it out and when i say finish up i mean do the part that you're doing right now because this episode uh my man joey is on with me once again. Uh, you've been listening. You've heard him a couple of times here recently. But he's back with me again this episode. And so we had a conversation that built on the episode that I had previously done, the uh, Sticks and Stones episode. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and check that out when you get a chance. Uh, but I did the Sticks and Stones episode about Dave Chappelle and all of that shit and the controversy. And then so me and him then had a conversation that kind of built on that, which I was going to put out right after. But as I was saying, like last week, I was like, I need to finish up this episode so I can put it out. And we ended up doing our own episode that night on the spot. So that's what ended up getting put out last week. So as you're listening to this episode here later, you may hear us say some things about like last week or on the last episode. And if you get confused, it's like, you know, why it sounds fucked up if you're listening to them in order. That's why. So if you hear me say the last episode, it's really two episodes ago. So just to clear up any confusion you might have there, or this might be your first time listening, in which case I could have just wasted a bunch of your time. Or you might only listen to this episode, which I guess, again, I just wasted a bunch of your time. But that's what we got going on. Now, um, if this is your first time listening, or if you've been listening and you haven't already Go uh, to your favorite platform, however you want to listen. It's available everywhere that podcasts are available. But go there and do whatever it is that they tell you to do. Like the podcast, subscribe, follow, whatever particular mnemonic device it is that they use to tell you to keep up with the shit. Because I want you to keep up with the with my content that I'm putting out. So go ahead and do that. I really appreciate it. If you happen to be a uh, iPhone or an Apple user and you're listening on some sort of a Apple device and you have that option to go to iTunes, you can rate the podcast. I prefer five stars because I'm that kind of guy. But feel free to rate the podcast, leave a comment and a review and all of that good shit. I really appreciate it. And if you leave a comment, I'll probably go ahead and shout you out on the on a episode. Uh also, if you haven't done so, if you've not done it as of yet, go ahead. You can like me, like the page on Facebook. It is Drinks with Dub. You can follow me on Instagram at Drinks with Dub. I'm really starting to try to get some shit out there and do a little things. I got a couple of video things in mind that I want to do. I just hadn't got there yet. But like I said, like me on Facebook at Drinks with Dub. Follow me on Instagram at Drinks with Dub. And I'm going to go ahead and announce you can follow me on Twitter at DubCity105. No spaces, no 
underscore. It's just D-U-B-C-I-T-Y 105. You can follow me there. Uh, there's not much right now on my Twitter, but I'm going to really start figuring out what I want to tweet and when and all that kind of shit. So go ahead and follow me on Twitter. And if you have any ideas, comments, concerns, questions, you need advice on something, you can email me at drinkswithdub at yahoo.com. Look forward to getting some emails. I hadn't gotten any yet. So somebody can be my first email. Like if you send me an email, you could be the first email. And if I had prizes, I would give you one, but I don't. So best I can do is shoot you a thank you and maybe shout you out. Um, guess that's all the old business that I need. Uh, not necessarily old business, just sort of the things I need to take care of and let you know and be aware, be aware of. So I got that out the way. So before we get into me and Joey, uh, one day last week or at some point in the past week or so, I had posted a little thing on my Facebook that says, create a hashtag from something you frequently say as a mother. And let me tell you, I got some good ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, one of the first ones was hashtag sit down. I can vouch for that. I'm not a mother, obviously, but I can vouch you. I'm always telling your kids to get my belt. Uh, some one well, a dad actually posted, uh, you know, fair enough, dads or whatever. But he posted hashtag go get my belt, which that's something I, you know, I haven't graduated to the belt yet with mine. I've just not done it. I, I just. I'm still just using the bare hand, but I have to do it. I don't have to spank them that often, but the belt has been introduced as an option. Like it is, it's lingering out there. Like we can take this to the belt if you want to. Uh, so that was a good one. I got one uh, hashtag stop. That is that once you become a parent, stop will be one of your most frequently used words because your kids are always doing something and you always don't want to tell them what it is they need to stop doing. You just tell them to stop whatever it is you're doing. Uh, this is one of my favorites that I got because I noticed I noticed chick and I can definitely see her saying this, but she posted hashtag get your life. And then she explained, this is my warning for the negative to come if you don't change your behavior. And like I said, I can definitely hear her telling her little girl that, get your life. That's just something that she would say. Uh, I guess a couple of long ones coming up. Uh, hashtag catch this ass whooping if you want to, which that sounds like something you might say to somebody in the club, but I mean... Sometimes you got to talk to your kids like they you in the club. So I mean, sometimes you got to tell them, that, you know, they pushing you. But look, you catch this ass whooping if you want to. Like it's your choice whether you whether you get it or not. Uh, building on that one, and I always hated this. I I have never said this. I don't think, but this hashtag keep on. I'll give you something to cry about. Like I always hated that. Like hearing that as a kid like you keep crying i'm gonna give you something to cry about well i already got something to cry about that's why i'm crying you know so you know that's that's that but that's that is something you hear let's see i got a hashtag put your hands on them i'm gonna put my hands on you i don't know if that's referring if that's something you're saying to the kids 
Like, look, if you touch, look, telling your little kids or whatever, brothers and sisters, like, you hit them, I'm going to hit you. Or if that's referring to, like, somebody else, like, if somebody else touch your, touch your kids, you're going to touch them. I don't know. But it's one of the ones I got. Um, I got two right here. Hashtag come on. Hashtag hurry up. And if that ain't the motherfucking truth, I don't know what it is. Listen, I don't understand how these kids be having just tons of energy all day from the time they get up at the crack of dawn because they ain't got no bills or nowhere to be they just up for no reason from the time they get up they are balls to the wall full speed ahead pedal to the metal but as soon as it's time to leave and go somewhere they start dragging like oh i forgot this and i gotta do this and uh, where's my shoe and i can't find like, damn, like, hurry up. Like, I told you to start getting ready three hours ago. So, yeah. Uh, I got hashtag try me, which, again, that sounds like something, you know, you really say to somebody you about to fight. But, you know, these kids today, they push you. They do push you. <laughs> yeah, hashtag you can't pee there. Uh, that's obviously a boy mom that posted that, I think. Because boys are bad about that. Do we do want to just pee anywhere? It's one of the advantages of being a being a boy. Uh, I was I had I had my two oldest at a football game here recently. One was the oldest was playing. The next, the middle one was you know just there with me watching the game, and he had to go to the bathroom. So I was like, hey, uh, he comes to me says, I got the money. I got to go to the bathroom. I was like, all right, uh, can somebody tell me where the bathroom is? And they pointed, like, way the fuck over on the other side of the parking lot and shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm not walking that far at all. So we walked a little ways, found some bushes in a somewhat secluded area. He did what he had to do, and we went back to the game. I was not walking across that property so he could go to the bathroom. Uh, so, yeah, I can definitely see see that. I got hashtag what the hell is wrong now, which is, you know, there's always something. Hashtag Lord, what is wrong with you? Um, I can personally vouch for that for the person that says that. And she doesn't necessarily say it to the kids. She just kind of says it like in general, like Lord, you know, like, you know, like Lord, what is wrong with you? Not Like I said, not necessarily to them, but she says it a lot. Uh, let's see. I got hashtag you little shit. That's another one you... You know, these kids do stuff and you just, just, you know, you little shit, you know, or whatever. Uh, another one, this is a uh, hashtag you want to eat with those. Is you want to eat with hashtag you want to eat with those teeth later. Like it says, then quit back talking like these kids like, hey, I'm going to give you an option. Like you talking, you know, you got these teeth in your mouth right now. If you want to use them later for something. I suggest you change your attitude in your mouth. So, uh, got that one. Uh, let's see, I got three here. Hashtag don't hit your big brother unless he hit you. It's very true. Hashtag why you crying. It's another reason the kids, these kids just be popping up crying and you just be like, why are you crying? What happened? Like, I missed everything. Like, I'm like, I just showed up late, like the police in the hood movie after everything's over and I just show up and you crying. It's like, what the, you know, hashtag who did it. Uh, I ain't had to use that one too much around here. Uh, but yeah, hashtag who did it. That's, that's very apropos stuff be turning up broke or fucked up in general. And you be, you know, 
all of a sudden don't nobody know who did it. <laughs> Brittany talks about uh her mom used to always say, if I can find if I can ever find nobody, I'm gonna beat the hell out of them. Because that's what they would she would that's who she would always hear. Like, who did this? Nobody. <laughs> like the shit just magically happened. She's like, nobody caused so much trouble in my house. Uh I got hashtag I'm gonna call your daddy, and I got hashtag go to sleep. Um I don't really tell I don't really make my kids go to sleep. I don't. I tell them to go to bed and I tell them to be quiet. Like if you don't want to go to sleep, you ain't got to go to sleep. But come morning time, you're getting your ass up. So I tell you that. Uh I got hashtag please quiet down, hashtag stay in or out. That's the damn truth. I locked all my kids. I, I wasn't even they was it wasn't even just my kids. I locked it was most people's kids too. I locked them out of the house one day. Some kids that came over to play, they about three, about three trips in and out the house, getting this and grabbing this and, you know, all of this. Finally, I locked the door on. Then, you know, see, we got two doors. It's like the big main wood door and then like the glass door. And the main door was open. And so I just locked the screen, the, the screen door. And so they came up to the door and was just like, tried to open it and it was locked. I'm sitting in the living room looking at them. They just peeping in and shit like, you know. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, whatever, just looking in the window at us sitting on the couch. I'm like, I'm not opening the door. Told y'all just to keep your ass outside. Uh, hashtag, there's no reason for it. Hashtag, get out of the kitchen. Uh, yeah, it's, the kitchen, the, the kids don't never want to go in the kitchen until you in the kitchen trying to do stuff. Then they, they want to be all up on you while you're trying to cook and clean and shit. I don't know what, you know, what's that? Uh, Got hashtag fix your face, hashtag I'm about to beat your ass, hashtag you say yes ma'am to me, hashtag I'm calling your daddy, like all all good ones. This is all valid stuff right there. You know, that I'm about to that I'm about to beat your ass is a little, like I said, that's a little hood, that's a little that's a little club shit talking from, you know. But you know, like I said, these kids pushing they try you. You forget they be acting grown so much you forget that they ain't grown. You talk to them like that sometimes. It happens. Uh, and I get hashtag excuse me, hashtag what did you say, hashtag you mean yes ma'am. Uh, yeah, that them them some good ones right there. It's like hello. What happens is and I know what happens in this situation. I know this mom and she's got a teenager, and these teenagers. A lot of times be forgetting that they talking to the grown folk instead of their kids, instead of parents and adults and stuff sometimes. You just be like, hold up, excuse me? What you? And they correct themselves usually pretty good. And, you know, you hit them with that. They, you know, kind of straighten up, fall back in line. But like I said, I enjoyed reading those uh, fun stuff. I'm going like to try to keep doing stuff like that on social media and, you know, get some interaction, uh, read some stuff on on the podcast that I do, uh, real quick, let me, I got to mention this before I go anywhere. If you have ever in your life been around Takashi 69, go ahead and turn yourself in. Just don't even wait because this motherfucker telling on everybody. If he knows something you did, he is telling on your motherfucking ass. Like, the memes I've been seeing are hilarious. Like I got a couple on my page. There's, you know, six nine said, six nine, I ain't no snitch. Judge, you're looking at forty seven years of hard time. Six nine. Mr. D Mr. Big started selling dope back in nineteen eighty six. Like, damn bro, you went back that far on that motherfucker. 
Uh, let's see. Was was I got some more on my page? Uh, that's all I got on my page. But yeah, the motherfuckers have been good. Oh, Judge, you're 25 years. Takashi, have you seen James Harden step back? Like, you know, because James Harden step back, it did look like a travel. Like, I don't know if it is or not, but, like, damn, he, he making sure he have to point it out at least. If it is a travel, he's going to point it out, but he's going to make him take a hard look at it. Like, uh, so, yeah, but Takashi snitching on everybody. Like, this shit is ridiculous. I ain't seen, I don't know when the last time I seen a motherfucker telling like that. Uh, let's see, what else? There anything, I'm trying to, I'm just kind of scrolling through. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'll do this in a moment. So I posted a while back. I was probably gonna do it on the last, on the previous episode. Just didn't do it. It said, "Make me pick between two things," and you know, I was a little disappointed in some of these. But you know, I'm gonna do them anyway because really, I'm gonna do it for the, you know, as they used to say, "Do it for the vine." Uh, one option I had was Pepsi or Coke. Um, here's the thing. Is I'm gonna take Coke, like Coca-Cola, over Pepsi, but I generally, but other than that, I generally like more Pepsi products than Coke. Like I take Coke and Dr Pepper, but then I want Mr Pib, and I don't, you know, I don't want Mr Pib and all that shit. But then I take Mountain Dew over Mellow Yellow, and so I don't know. But that's that. I got your current. This one was kind of deep. Uh, your current life, woman, kids, etc. Or twenty billion in the bank with no tax penalty. However, you have to boot your family. It's like, damn, bro, that, that's you know hardcore. But I mean, obviously, you know, I'm gonna pick my current life and shit. Like, you know, I want my I want the people around me that I love. And I got this one: uh, sex with Bigfoot or lose a week's pay. Like, look, bro, you know. Sometimes you just can't pay the bill and you just got to tell, you just got to tell the bill people like, Hey bro, I ain't got it. You know? So that's what I'm going to do in that case. That, that week pay just going to have to, I might have to eat that. Uh, I got doing meth or smelling dog ass. Like obviously I'm going to smell a dog's ass before I do meth. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know how many options there are in the world that's come on like I gotta do this or do meth. Like I don't know what situation I'm gonna say, you know what, let me go ahead and do this meth instead of doing this other thing. Um and then this chick that posts like crazy statuses all the time. Like sure shit cracks me up. Like she gave me the option of her statuses or Doing meth while having sex with Bigfoot and smelling a dog's ass, which causes you to lose a week's pay. Like, what the fuck? Like, like obviously, I'm going to choose to look at somebody's Facebook statuses before I go through all of that. But, you know, like I said, just, you know, be on the lookout for me on social media. Like I said, follow the page at Drinks with Dub, Instagram, Drinks with Dub. Follow me on Twitter at DubCity105. And... You know, I'm going to try to have some fun and keep you entertained in the uh, in the meantime, between time, between episodes and shit. But for right now, I'm going to take a quick little break, do a little advertising on my sponsorships and shit and try to make a little skrilla, as we used to say back in the day. And then I'll be right back with me and Joey having uh, having some conversations. So I'll see you on the flip side. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are 
back. Uh, thank you for thank you for staying with us this long through the you know through the ads and commercials, trying to pay <clears throat> trying to pay some bills and shit, trying to make a little money. So got to hit you hit you with the commercials. But I do got my man Joey back with me one more time. How's it going? What up? What up? You know, same old, same old, doing doing what I do. Um, so, you know, I really just wanted to kind of build off last week. You know what I'm saying? Last week I did the, uh, you know, the Sticks and Stones, the Dave Chappelle special, you know, which has been a big, um, I don't know, a hot button issue, I guess, since it came out. With all the things you know that he said in that special, have you seen it? I have not seen it yet, but like to me, like my personal opinion with that special is is it's like a ten percent minority they're getting butt hurt over it. Yeah, because I've I've read the articles on like you know what was said and you know like what people got upset about, and I'm like, dude, come on, it's it's comedy. Yeah. Okay. Like, I've been to probably, I want to say like 15 to 20 comedy shows, like between the ones I work security for and the ones that I've, uh, like paid and gone to. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, like, if you're going to go watch a comedic act, you do you do your research like you figure out like what their take is you know what their angle is like what their style is and everything and you you figure out if that's funny you don't just bl- blindly buy yeah uh, a comedy ticket or blindly watch a comedy special like you're like yeah i like this guy i like what he says he makes me laugh blah 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 so if you watch that special and you got offended that that's on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, really. Like you, YouTube's a thing. You can easily watch what any comedian, because every comedian has a YouTube channel now. Like comedians that like don't get specials have a YouTube channel now. So if if you're offended, <laughs> sorry, that's your fault because you watched it and and you didn't know what their angle was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I've been to, you know, I've been to quite a few comedy, you know, shows and shit too. Um, and here's the thing about like a, a comedy show, like, cause we have in Nashville, we have a, like a comedy, like a comedy club called Zanies that yeah. is, you know, it's kind of a big deal. It's like a little small hole in the wall type joint. You know what I mean? But it's, you know, a lot of big comedians come through there. You I, know, say Joe, show- I know Joe Rogan's got. I think Bill Burr's gone through there. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those things. And like I said, it's not very big. So it's not a place that people are going to like film their specials, but it's a place people go, like take their show on the road and shit. And the shit you hear, if you think that anything you hear in like a taped special is bad, go to one of these, you know, small hole in the wall clubs and see them perform. Well, um, that's what, that's what I always say with stand up comedians too, is like, you don't really know like how like quote unquote bad or raunchy it can be because the fact of the matter is like these guys go to these shows 
like these hole in the wall shows. And what they're doing is generally for a comedian, it takes about, um, it takes about two years to work out a special. Yeah. So, so these comedians, they will take a year and a half, two years to work out an hour which ends up on Netflix or Comedy Central or HBO or, you know, wherever they, they place it. You know, Amazon has a few now and stuff like that. Um, and what it boils down to is what they're trying to do is they're when they go these small, they're trying to work out that material. They're yeah. trying to, you know, na- they're trying to nail the delivery. They're trying to, you know, figure out you know, what works, what doesn't and stuff like that. So if yeah, you want to go see a, com- if you yeah, want to go see this a year, com- say this there. Yeah. And, and, and their timing. So if you want to go see a, a comedian, I always say like, go see them at a smaller venue when they're not potentially filming, Yeah, you know? And so, you know, like the, this whole thing with Dave Chappelle, like, I'm just like, Oh, give me a break. Yeah. Like, like, because the fact of the matter is, like, there's probably 50 cities that heard the same thing that he said because he was working it out at the Laugh Factory or some random comedy club somewhere else. We never heard anything about it until it hit Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I was at Zany's one night and I can't remember who it was. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'll tell you who it was a comedian called his name is uh Arnes J. Um I've actually seen it I've actually seen his stuff on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, wild dude. Anyway, and he's he was performing at Zany's and he had a little opening act or whatever that it came out. And the, the opening act had made he made a joke at some point of, and this is shit. This this is probably early 2000s, probably, because I was a hell. I was old enough to go, or yeah, I was old enough to go to Zany, so it had to be early 2000s. And he had made a joke about gay, you know, gay sex, gay men having sex, and uh, and he said, you know, he didn't have anything against it. He said it just looked like it hurt. And this lady in the front row, with her date, says out loud, loud enough for pretty much everybody to hear, it does hurt. And she then became the subject of basically the rest of the show. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it, the fact of the matter is, like, if you're going to be the fucking asshole yeah. that goes to, goes to a fucking comedy show and, like, tries to make a comment, like, yeah. you're going you're gonna to be a target. You're, yeah. like, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, his last name's Hofstetter. I, I can't remember his first name right now. Leonard um, Hofstetter. No, that's that's the best. No, no, no. That's Big Bang. <laughs> that's Big Bang Theory. Sorry, man. But if you, if you he's got a huge YouTube channel. He's got a podcast. He like he's all over Facebook and social media. And honestly, like if you follow him, it's great because um, he actually just came to Lincoln probably about a year and a half ago, and uh, he's brilliant because. Um, he has that like snappy, quick improv wit. Yeah. That you can't like. And so like 
he's kind of known as like the heckler's comedian. Mm-hmm. So like where, you know, people will say like stupid shit constantly. He always has a response. So like yeah. he, he always has these videos that he posts of him responding to people saying stupid shit in the, in the crowd and yeah. everything. And it's, it's, it's brilliant and it's hilarious. And, um, he's stupid, stupid, funny. Like I, uh, I, if I remember right, like, He's also like uh, I I couldn't tell you what he does what what he does specifically, but I think he's actually wrote for a couple like TV shows and stuff too. I yeah. mean, he's just a he's a brilliant comedian, and he does the same thing. He'll say something offensive, and someone will get like bent out of shape, and then he'll just own the shit out of him for the rest of the show. Yeah. It's like it's like don't go to a battle of wits with someone that is paid to do that. You know, yeah, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't go up, you wouldn't go to Mike Tyson and just be like, Mah! and smack him and no, not expect to get knocked out. Yeah. You know, you why know would I mean? you do that comedian? Yeah. Like that's what they do. <laughs> Comedians. That's, that's what they do. Um, like the Dave, the whole thing, it remind, reminded me of, of a couple of things. Well, it didn't remind me of the second one because it was after. But it reminded me of you. You ever watch Ken Peel? Mm-hmm. Um, they had did a. They did a. I, I've never watched the Key and Peel show on television. Like, well, I haven't either. I, I don't have cable, so it's it's all on YouTube. Like that's that's where I see all of Key and Peel's shit. But um, they had done a. They did a skit where it, it was a stand-up comedian. It was it was basically an insult comic. And he's just going around the room making fun of everybody. And there was this guy, and then there ended up being this guy in the crowd who was like in a wheelchair and his face was all burnt to hell. And you know what I mean? And he got offended because he wouldn't make fun of him. And then so he starts making fun of him, and then he crossed the line and everybody gets pissed at him. And it's like, look, don't, don't, don't step into the ring if you don't want to box. Well, I guess like my whole take on that is, is like any joke that a comedian tells is based on a thread of truth. Yeah. At a a minimum. Okay. So like where I kind of like realize this, like I've, I've never been insulted or like felt slighted by a stand-up comedian because like, I just, you know, like I go there and I expect them to tell jokes and it's fiction for the most part. I don't, I don't necessarily think that what they say is what they believe. Right. So to speak, um, you know, they're, they're just trying to be funny. You know, they're doing a job, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, um, Bill Burr, who's one of my favorite comedians of all time, he was on a talk show one time and I, I don't, I don't specifically remember what talk show it was, it was on, but he made a jab at the military. You know, I'm in the army and stuff like that. And he, um, he made a jab at the military, like about how, like, you know, not all military people are heroes. And because like, you know, some people do certain things and some people are actually fighting in combat. So can we like, you know, like get off this whole, like everyone's a hero thing. And, I didn't get offended, but like, uh, 
I was talking to a friend of mine one time who's um, used to be in the military and um, he's like, Oh yeah, I don't like Bill Burr because he said this and this about the military. And I was just, it didn't even occur to me until I spoke to him about it. I was just like, really that like touched you that bad. I'm like, I'm like, it's a fucking, it's a fucking joke, you know? Right. And I'm like, and the whole thing is like, there is an element of truth to that. Like, you know, like there are guys that are in the shit that are constantly fighting and there are other people who are doing support roles or, or, you know, cooking or doing logistics or, you know, fueling or, you know, mechanic work and stuff like that, that like are maybe not like as involved with a combat role. Yeah. And so like, it didn't really hit me until then that he was, that it was that big of a deal. But, you know, for me, I'm just like, you know, like there's a thread of truth to that. Now, do I, do I think that it's honorable for anyone to join any branch of the military and, and serve? Yeah, I, I certainly do. Yeah. I think that all those people are needed. Yeah. I think, I think that's, I think that's amazing, but to sit here and pretend that like, you know, every single person of the military is, you know, got a, you know, a, Medal of Honor, uh, you know, you know, a Silver Star or a Bronze Star, like that's a whole nother thing, you know, like, I mean, it's, and, and so like, I think that's kind of when I realized that like, you know, people kind of take that stuff way too seriously. He's like, he was like, I hate Bill Burr because he said this one thing on talk show. I'm like, it's a joke. I mean, one of my other favorite comedians, Sebastian Menesiak, or sorry, Sebastian Maniscalco, mm-hmm. who's really huge. He just uh, hosted, I think it's like the MTV movie or music awards or something like that. They still have has, those? Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Fuck. He, uh, he uh, He's blown up big. He's got a couple of Netflix specials, and I would recommend anyone to watch him. He's uh, been around for a while, and I've been actually following him for a while. He's this Chicago-based, well... I think he lives in LA, but he's originally from Chicago. Yeah. He's this uh, Chicago um, Italian comedian. And he just cracks me up because he tells all these stories about Italian families that I can kind of relate to a little bit. But his dad was in the army and he made a similar joke and no one said shit about it. And he said it on a national talk show. Like, like exact same. One said a fucking thing about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It it like it amazes me how I don't know, like how sensitive people can be, and not even not even like just that. Like, why do we put so much stock in what you know celebrities, you know, or whoever says in the first place? And circling circling back, not even just celebrities. One of my favorite things, like. I'm like, I am not a big TV person. Like I watch a lot of TV. I do watch a lot of TV, but there's very few things on TV that I like watch and look forward to. You know what I mean? Like I watch, you know, I'm always watching TV, but there's like, I don't get excited about shit, you know, very much. One of the few things I get excited about, like when I hear like, oh, this is happening 
I'm in is when Comedy Central does a roast. Uh, I will say I've gotten into those recently more on the YouTube side of things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't necessarily like watch them live, mm-hmm. but I, I I've gotten into them because uh, I mean they're funny. They're funny yes. and they're 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 really 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 uncensored. Yeah, yeah, and like you know these roasts they go in on people. And I mean, they, they just... go, they go, they go hard. I mean, there was one that they had uh, recently. I think, I think it was recent. I mean, I saw it on YouTube, so I guess I don't know how recent it was. Caitlyn Jenner on there. Oh and yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure they had someone write her stuff for her and whatnot. But I mean, she 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 went ham. Yeah, and here's, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, it, it it was recent today. I think it just aired this past weekend. It was uh, Alec. It was the Alec Baldwin was who was they wrote. Yeah, was it? yeah. I mean, it, it was it was. I mean, it, it, I uh, I'll uh, put these. I'll um, I'll put these uh, uh, roasts on my phone at work and listen to them while I'm working and stuff. And I was like dying laughing, like like listen to this thing. And uh, the guy I work with was asking me what I was laughing at and everything. I had to tell him, you know, like you know, I mean, it was it was funny. Like it yeah. was just like. I don't understand why, like, when you tune in to something that's supposed to be a comedic thing, that you get upset about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, here's the thing: like, you you know, they went at Caitlyn Jenner hard. Yeah, like, like they went at her hard. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, if this was said in any other forum all hell would break loose. Well, and that's, that's the whole thing. I guess I just don't get like, I, I just don't understand is because like, okay. If, if, if CNN came out and said it, or Fox news came out and said it, or MSNBC or, you know, CBS or something like that came out and said it like on a news program, that's like, you know, you're, program to think that it's it's more serious it's more factual it's more you know structured i get it okay i i can kind of understand like someone being more upset about that but the fact of the matter is like it's it's not it's a it's a it's a comedy special it's It's, comedy central it's it's like me like it's like me being upset about going to avengers or something like that, and then being mad about the science behind it. Yeah, I'm like all oh, that can never happen. It's like, <laughs> like what? Like it, it? It's fucking fiction, okay? It's, yes, yes. None of this, none of this is happening. You know what I mean? There's, there's not a soldier out there that was given some sort of super serum in the 1950s. You know what I mean? And it's still alive. But you're gonna bitch about, you know the power source of the Tesseract and how you, like you couldn't harness that like that with that kind of equipment. Like, are you, really? That's your, that's your, that's your beef with this movie. Like not to get like too like in the weeds with it, but I think like, honestly, like in some ways our current like political cl- climate has kind of like gotten in the way of our, of our ability to kind of like let loose and, laugh at things because 
everyone feels the need to take everything so seriously. And I wouldn't even say it's with, you know, I, I'm, I'm not taking sides whatsoever. I'm, I'm not saying it's like with the current administration, I think it was even with the past administration that like, what it is is like people got so divisive about yeah. things. And so it's just like now that there's anything that falls into their political climate, they get upset about because, yeah. you know, politics have become social issues now. You know, yeah. it's not just about like, okay, what's your fiscal policy? How do you want to run taxes or, you know, or what's your, sorry, what's your tax plan? Or, you know, it's more about like, okay, how do you feel about gay rights? How do you feel about um, medicinal marijuana? How do you feel about transgender rights? How do you feel about this? And so it's like divided people so much. So now if you say anything about any of these groups or, you know, or, or gun, gun rights or, you know, things that have anything remotely to do with like the African-American community and stuff like that, it's like people just like lose their shit. Yeah, they do. And here's the thing. And here's, here's, here's what I noticed. And I noticed it. I noticed this years ago. Um, people, I think social media has played a huge part in that. Oh, Is absolutely. We, because people feel so much more comfortable saying the shit behind the keyboard. But well, especially would, with a place like Twitter where you can just be like completely anonymous. You can just yeah. like say some shit and like your name's not attached to it. Like, you know, whatever, fine. Yeah. You can just make up whatever username you want and just spew shit. And it's like, no, like that's, you know, it doesn't fly. Like you're a real person. You know what I mean? Like you don't walk around spewing this kind of hate because you wouldn't last in this world. You'd run around, you run into the wrong person eventually. Like, I think, I, I think that social media is great in the aspect that like it, opens the world or well yeah the world to different ideas that they might not be exposed to and i'll give a personal example like before social media really like exploded so like it was probably around it it was after it was after college and i couldn't tell you exactly where when it was but it was after college and um i really got into like non-bias non-bias american news sources so like you know bbc um you know public radio things like that that are uh more just like you know this they, is they what were, happened this the, the, yeah just like, the, like uh they, joke, they, like they joe friday used to say just the facts ma'am yeah they they don't have an angle you know the whole reason I discovered those things was because of social media. Yeah. Okay. And I started listening to them. Um, but there is a huge downside to social media that you have all these people that like lose their shit and come unglued and say just the, like say shit that they would never say to someone in 
the real world. Yeah. You know, like they, they, they wouldn't say it to their face, but since they're behind a keyboard and they're anonymous, they, you know, feel like they have a right to say the most ratchet fucking shit ever. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Because like, here's the, here's the thing about social media is we put a lot of stock into social media and we say like social media allows you to keep in touch with people like in a way it does. But let's be honest, if you really wanted to keep in touch with somebody, you'd keep in touch with them with with or without social media. I don't really buy the keeping in touch. Like, okay. Like, so like there are people like I see life events, you know, they get engaged or they get divorced or they get married, you know, all bad decisions <laughs> uh, or they have a kid or, you know, or something like that. And I, I think it's great to be able to like be in touch with what's going on with them and stuff like that. But the people I keep in touch with generally, I generally I have their number and I text them yeah. like, you know, like when, you know, I think it's like, you know, every day you probably like get some type of notification. It's like, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. Wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. Like if it's not someone that I normally communicate with, I just ignore it. And I'm sure there's people think that think that makes me an asshole and that's fine. But the fact of the matter is like, like I know who I'm close with. Yeah. And, and so like. General, I really don't like post on someone's Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, like, hey, happy birthday. Like, if I see it's their birthday and I know it's someone I communicate with, I will pull their number out and I will like text them personally from their phone number, hey, happy birthday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like every year, you know, I'm sure it happens to you, it happens to everybody. Like, on your birthday, like, you're, you're, your phone is blowing up with Facebook notifications of people writing on your wall. Happy birthday, you know, happy birthday. Have a great one. And yada, you know, all this shit. Half those people literally you've not communicated with at all since last year on your birthday when they did the same thing. Easily. And I'm not knocking people to do that because the fact of the matter is, I think that those, those wishes are coming from a good place. I, yeah. I'm not saying that like they're, you know, they're, you know, they're saying it because they mean it, you know, I'm not being a dick about it, but for me personally, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, like, if, if I don't communicate with you on a regular basis, like, and I don't have your phone number, like I'm, I'm not gonna just be a basic bitch and reach out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the thing about social media is, you know, like there's a, let me ask you this real quick. Um, have you had a have you had a high school reunion? Oh, I have. I, I, I didn't go. I didn't care. Yeah. Because the fact of the matter is high school reunions now are Facebook. Yeah. Like I can anyone anyone that I care to communicate with, like I know what's going on with them. And yeah. the rest I've seen what's going on with them through Facebook and 
Again, yeah. this is going to make me sound like an asshole, but like, I just don't have a desire to have the same recycled conversation with like every other person. Like, oh, what are you doing now? You have like, kids? You married? No, you're divorced? Yeah. You dating? Okay. Yeah. And like, it's, it's just like, like, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. And especially when you know all this information anyway, because you, yeah. you, you got them on Facebook. You saw that they got married. You saw they had a baby. You know what I mean? So there's no need to go and, like pretend and socialize and have these conversations because you've seen it. And I do think like, I do appreciate social media in that fact that there are people that I, you know, I don't talk to anymore from high school, but you know, I can go to their Facebook page and see like, Oh, you know, they're doing such and such in life. And Oh, they're, you know, you know, they recently got married or had a baby or got a new job or, you know, like it's good to see things from people, but there's also people that you know what I mean like that I don't need social media for that information you know what I mean like lots of people like you know I've got you know I've got a I've got a baby that's about to turn one next week you know what I mean there's people that live here in my town my hometown that have never met the child Right. Just because our lives have, you know, taken different paths. They're doing what they're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. No problem. You know what I mean? But then there's people like you, like actual, like basically family that you've been to my house since he's been born. You know what I mean? Like, like you didn't find out that I was having a baby through social media. Like I called into like, Hey, you know, guess what? You know, like, so I don't buy the whole, like, you need social media to keep in touch at all because. No, I don't because I, I don't either. Like, it's nice to keep in touch with those people that you don't keep. And yeah. I, I, I won't, you know, like for me, the main reason I use social media is because, you know, I find either sports related or funny shit on there that I want to share. Like if you look at my social media, it's either all pics of my, me and my kids and doing shit with them. Or it's, it's some random funny video or a sports related video. You know, like I, I, I was just talking to someone the other or uh, today at work about this. I do not understand. I literally can't comprehend the people that air their personal business out on social media. I like, I, I don't get it. I fucking don't get it. I, there's no way I will ever get it. I don't get you it. Know, people, but let me tell you the this. people. I love it. <laughs> I see, love I, it. I hate it because like, I'm the type of person that like, like I'll block your ass. Like if, if you're, if you're like being dramatic on social media, I'm like, I don't need this on my timeline and I'll block you. Like I, 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 like you know, Facebook's got that, uh, uh, that 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 mute uh, button. Mute. Yeah. yeah mute I think it's for like thirty for, days. <laughs> yeah. It, it's th- yeah. It's like um, a month or sixty days or something like that. And if um, someone's been, you know, posting some really dramatic shit, I'll just mute them for, you know, however. I think it, you're probably right. It's like thirty days, but. Um, like I've even, I've even done that to my sister. I'm just like, I'm like, I can't handle your bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. Like it's, it's, 
over. You know, like I, I, I just need this off my timeline for the next however. Oh no, see me, I can't wait. And I can't wait until somebody starts getting dramatic and somebody claps back at them. Like nothing, like few things make my day more than scrolling through Facebook and seeing a status with a hundred and some comments on it. Oh, I'm sitting down and reading all this shit. Can't see like the, I think the thing that bothers me the most is like the the people that like put those sub, what do they call them? Sub. Yeah. A little subliminal shit. Yeah. Sub statuses or sub, sub tweets. I don't, I'm not really active on Twitter. So, but, but like, you know, people will put that on there. It drives me crazy because like, I'm just like, you know, like it's such attention seeking shit. It's yeah. like, look, here, here's the deal. We all go through hard shit. All right. You don't need to blast it out to the world. Okay. Like you need someone call someone. Okay. Don't put it on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're going to put it. Yeah. And if you're going to put it there, put it there. Like I hate the little vague statuses and shit that people be like, Oh, things are so everything's falling apart and you don't have anybody to turn to. It's like, all right, what's, and then you like, Oh, what's going on? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, Oh my God. You shouldn't have fucking like, talked about it. <laughs> then don't say shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing is so many people think that they're going to become a celebrity on social media. And you're not, you're, you're really, you're not funny. You're, you're, you're not that hot. I mean, what, whatever it is, you're not that, you know what I mean? Like you're just a random motherfucker living a random ass regular life. And you're posting it all on social media thinking that you're going to get Insta famous all of a sudden. You you don't do anything interesting. No, you don't. You don't do remotely anything interesting. And so, I, I don't know, like, like I said, like, you know, social media for me is like a, is kind of a, a back and forth thing. You know, like I just, uh, you know, I, I like it in the aspect that like I can scroll through and get news on the teams that I follow and the people that I care about or stuff like that. But then there are times I'm just like, Oh brother, just shut the fuck up. You know, like just, just stop. Yeah. Like it was just like today, like I was, uh, lunch, I was, uh, scrolling through Facebook and I was reading an article on, uh, on the breaking bad, uh, sequel movie that's coming out. And I was like super happy that I got to see that. Cause I was really into that show, but then the same, you know, scroll, I got, you know, two friends that are posting these like sub these sub fucking statuses that I'm just like, shut the fuck up. No one cares about like like I'm not I shouldn't say no one cares. That's insensitive, but like the world doesn't care about what's going on. So like figure out a different way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The world doesn't care. You know what I mean? You're not going to become a celebrity. And even if you did become a celebrity, the world still really won't care. Or at least I won't. I won't care. Like, I don't understand 
I don't understand why people put so much stock or whatever into what celebrities say and think and do. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, the best, the best thing I've ever heard about it was coincidentally Dave Chappelle uh, was talking about um, in one of his older specials talking about uh, watching TV during like when 9-11 happened and it was one of the news channels I don't know if it's a news channel it might have been MTV or BET or some such shit um, that on the day of 9-11 doing the news coverage and be like hey we got Ja Rule on the phone let's you know, let's see what Ja Rule thinks about this. And he's like, who the fuck cares what Ja Rule thinks right now? You know? Well, yeah, I mean? exactly. Ja Rule's not even from New York. Yeah. Yes, but, you know, it's like, like, this is not a situation that I, you know, I'm, I'm ready to hear what Ja Rule has to think about this situation. Like, his opinion doesn't matter to me right now. You know, didn't matter to me yesterday. And it damn sure don't matter now. You know, not to be Just up. like... Not to pick it's on Ja Rule, like, but, you know. It's just like, um, um, you know, what Charles Barkley said, like, I think it was like when he, you know, like he was like, basically, you know, like, I'm not here to be a role model to your kids. Yeah. And I'm like, amen. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, and even now it's worse because back when he played ball, we didn't have social media and kids weren't following that crap. Yeah. You know. Yeah, shit was just on the news. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, like, it amazes me that, like, when I, and it's not to, it's not to take away from celebrities as people. You know what I mean? Because I understand that they are people. They do have opinions. You know, things do affect them too as just regular, quote unquote, regular people, even though they're not regular. They're nine times out of 10, they're fucking rich. So shit, shit hits a little bit different you know what i mean when shit hit look shit hits different when you ain't got no money you well, know i think that i think the place where it's like even worse is like when you're like uh not necessarily an athlete but an, uh an entertainer yeah like whether you're uh um you know whether you're a um you know an actor or a musician or something like that um, cause all, I think it was, it was Barack Obama's like last year in office. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper like went to one of the last like, um, speeches or conventions that Barack Obama held when he was in office. Mm-hmm. And, um, people lost their shit because he played Chris Kyle um, in American Sniper. And I guess Chris Kyle was, you know, this pretty big Republican before he died and stuff like that. And people like just came unglued. I'm like, dude, he, he was, He's, he was he's, acting. He, he was acting a part. He's not actually Chris Kyle. Yeah. Chris Kyle is dead. Like that's why they made the movie. And he pretended to be Chris Kyle in the movie, you know. And then everyone like lost their shit. Like, oh my god, he's like supporting Obama. It's like, dude, dude, he's he's a person. He's an individual. Yeah, you know, like like he he's allowed to do his own thing. 
Yeah. And even if he did support Obama, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. I look Obama served two terms in office. Obviously a lot of people supported him. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't like Obama's gonna get reelected, it was in the second term. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here's the thing, and here's the, the you know, to, you know, to show that people supported him, he did this weird thing in both of his terms when he got elected that he won the popular vote both times. Right. You know what I mean? Trump didn't win the popular vote. Gotcha. You know, was a, um, Bush didn't win, you know, neither, you know, neither one of them won like the popular vote. You know, I think Bush won one time, but the first time he didn't, Trump didn't win the popular vote this time. But, you know, speaking of like presidents and all of this shit and popular vote, like I keep seeing articles and people keep asking, you know what I mean? And me and you are both wrestling fans. Talk people talking about the rock running for president. And I'm like, why? Like, like, don't get me wrong. I love the fucking rock. Loved him in WWE. Love his movies. This ain't the motherfucker that I won't run in the country. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, like, Trump, like, shifted the paradigm of who can run for president. I mean, look, here's... Because, like, 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 we both can admit, like, based on, like, his past experience, like... Regardless of your political affiliation, he's got no business doing it. No. Okay. No. All. all right. Like he's he's a celebrity running the most powerful country in the world. Yeah. All right. And so that's where the rock or the people that want the rock to run get off on that. Because, yeah. you know, and honestly, I I think that we would have seen this sooner had Arnold Schwarzenegger not been born in Austria. Yeah. You know, like I, I think that we could have like approached that that issue. But even that, even that, here's the thing. Here's here's the thing about that. And I, you know, you know, I don't know much you know about California's history and shit, you know, when he was governor. But at least like him running for president, at least he was governor of a state first. You know what I mean? He had right. that, you know, political experience where he's done this and has some semblance of knowing what this job entails. You know what I mean? Like, but Trump came, you know, Trump running for president with no political experience is the equivalent of me saying right now, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try out for the XFL. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to try out. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get into an NFL training camp with literally no experience. I've never played an organized down of football in my life, but I'm going to go try out for the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not wrong there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're you're not even remotely wrong there. You know, you know I mean? like, and it'd be the same thing with The Rock. It would be the same thing with Oprah or Tom Hanks or whoever else we want to like. Oh, this they should run for president. You know what I mean? Like when he first said it. When he first said it at the VMAs, when Kanye West said he was going to run for president, I believed him and I was excited. 
Because I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to see this motherfucker on the debate stage. This is going to be entertaining as hell. And then Trump, big, and then be a complete shit show, and still got elected. Though. No, no, I'm talking about Kanye West. Kanye oh. West said he was going to run for president. And, and you oh, know, okay, 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 I get and it. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, that would be amazing. It would be amazing if Kanye ran for president. This would be the most entertaining thing in the world. And then Trump ran, and Trump got elected. And now the thought of Kanye West running for president scares the shit out of me because the some bitch might win. Like, no, I don't want Kanye running running this fucking country. You know what I mean? I don't want Kim Kardashian as the like people complain about Melania being the first lady. Imagine Kim Kardashian as the first lady. Like, well, I think I think that points to a, a larger problem is the fact that like we like count on again as as a nation. I think. And I'm slightly guilty of this too, with like, you know, especially with like sports stuff and everything. We count on social media too much to provide our news or information. You know, so like, you know, what do we do on social media? We just uh, follow things that we like, you know, we don't, we don't we don't necessarily branch out, so to speak. Yeah. And look at, you know, look at other shit or think about, you know what I mean? Like here's like, there's people that there's, there's celebrities and there's entertainers and shit that I love them for what they do. You know what I mean? Kevin Hart is fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? He's a funny guy. His stand-up specials are funny. His fucking movies are funny. I'm not really sure I want Kevin Hart as my chef. You know what I mean? Or I don't want him to be the guy. I don't want him as my mechanic fixing my car. No, I want a mechanic to fix my car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not taking my I'm not taking my child to the Kevin Hart daycare center for kids. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you want you want to have an an idea that the person that's doing the job that you're asking for has an idea what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you know, so I don't, I don't know if you experienced it, you know, much there cause you're in a much bigger area, but one thing I've noticed here, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's true almost across the board. Two things that we don't have here very much like you're starting to see it a little bit here and there. We don't have preachers that are from here and we don't have doctors that are from here because you don't, you can't let go of the person that you used to know. You know what I mean? Like think about your days in college you know, and the wild times that, you know, you had doing whatever. And now think about one of those people that you were, you know, getting drunk with and doing dumb shit with when you were 19 and 20. Think about that. One of those people operating on you to save your life. Right. It's like, yeah, I don't know about this. 
Like, I know you went to school and you got your education and they said you can do it, but, oh, man, that night that we got fucked up on those on, on those three bottles of Jägermeister and, you know, decided it'd be a good idea to skinny dip in, you know, some neighbor's pool that we didn't even know. I don't know if I want you performing this operation on me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not a thing. So I don't know why we, you know, allow celebrities to get away with it. It's it's a completely valid point. And that's why, like, I'm, like, completely against, like, like hero worship, so to speak. Like, with uh, not just, like, celebrities, like, actors or musicians, but specifically athletes. I'm like, just because someone can shoot a ball or throw a ball or hit a ball, like better than anybody else like that doesn't necessarily make them a good person yeah i mean not at all i mean you look at uh, i mean whether you want to buy into the whole thing that that this whole mess is orchestrated or not antonio brown is like a fucking mess you know Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. granted somehow this guy like landed himself on the best team in the NFL at the end of the mess, you know, but at the same time, like what, you know, what, what are we, what, what are we teaching kids at this point? You know, like what, what do we, you know, like throw temper tantrums, you know, lay down on the floor and kick and scream till you get your way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, if I did that at my job, trust me, I'm not getting, you know, I'm, especially if I did it publicly. You know what I mean? I'm not getting another job. You well, know what I mean? I look at it from a sense that, like, you know, I, I coach my son's youth fo- uh, football team. I'm, yeah. assist- I'm an assistant coach there. And there's been a couple times that like kids have kids have uh, wanted to get the ball more. Or they wanted to like, you know, everyone everyone wants to play quarterback or running back. They want to be in a star position or something like that. And maybe they're not built for that, or their skill set is not um, conducive to that position and stuff like that. And to me, it's just like, you know, they, they see these professional athletes hold out or throw a fit or stuff like that. And it, it, it's one of those things where they can, you know, be like, well, you know, like if I have a bad enough attitude, like I'll just get my way. Yeah. You know, um, there's a whole nother side to that with, you know, At yeah. times, at times, owners could be a little bit more conducive to making a deal for someone who is worth it. But, um, you know, they're, it, they're, they're businessmen. They're going to try to do it as cheap as possible. That's, that's the goal of business. Well, you and I have talked about this before, like specifically with the NFL. It's much harder to do that because of the, um, the salary cap rule. You know, like 
you can pay somebody in the NBA and then take the luxury tax, and then there's nothing in the MLB. Like you just you can pay whatever your owners want to pay. You know, like yeah. owners want to pay a ridiculous you know salary, like go for it. You know, and so it's it's a little different, but like you know, the NFL is the most popular sport in america so like i think a lot of these kids nowadays see like you know people throw fits and get what they want and it's uh it kind of teaches them that like you know i can well if they follow it and they're they're fans they can just you know kind of do yeah what they want yeah but here's the thing is you know i don't know do the math. Do the math real quick. Uh, there thirty NFL teams. Thirty-two. I think it's two. I think it's less than two percent of college players get to. Uh, oh yeah, but get yeah. to the get to the NFL. But yeah, thirty. There's thirty-two NFL teams. You know what I mean? What four? Four receivers per team. Five something like that, five, six receivers per team. Sound about right? Uh, Probably about seven. Yeah, but so about seven, so a little over 200 receivers per, you know, in the NFL. There's about 10 of them that can do what Antonio Brown did. Yeah. If, if that. Well, you know? and t- the only reason Antonio Brown's getting away with what he did is because he it literally is the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. If if Antonio Brown was, you know, Will Ross, I don't you know, know who that is exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you know, was if, that, if, yeah. If, if 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 Antonio Brown was, you know, some rookie one or you know one year veteran trying to make these claims, like you know, they'd be like, bye. And yeah. there's not a single team in the league that mess with him. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, that's why, like, I I really, really, really am against hero worship of um, professional athletes or even college athletes at that standpoint is because oh, just – just because just because what they do on the field doesn't necessarily mean that they're a good person they're a good role model you know not like not even that not even that like to hero worship a college athlete let me tell you something if you're an adult if you're a young adult pretty much you know what i mean nine times out of ten especially if said college athlete is honest and abiding by the rules, nine times out of 10, your life is better than he is because he's broke as fuck. He ain't got money to eat. He ain't got shit. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? I'll even put it at this. Like, um, I, uh, I met a guy that was, uh, star for um the nebraska football teams when uh 
when they were in their glory days in the 90s and stuff and whatnot. I've met him three times now. And every single time I met him, he was a fucking asshole. And it wasn't like me, like, trying to ask him for an autograph. Like, I was literally in a social setting. Like, and it was just like I was the outsider in the social setting. And so he's like, who the fuck are you? You know, like, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so, like, you know, you know, what are you doing here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is your... Why are you breathing my air? You know, know, do you know who I am? Like, yes, I do know who you are. You, sir, are an asshole. Yeah, and so, like, you know, for me, it's, you know, like, I, I just don't think that, like, like idolizing celebrities, so to speak, is like a healthy thing. And like, I, I think that it's awesome to admire someone's ability, whether it's acting, singing, rapping, or playing whatever sport that they do, but labeling them as a good person based on that singular skill set is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you don't know what the fuck people are doing behind closed doors. Like, they could be doing all kind of shit behind closed doors that you don't that you don't know about and you wouldn't approve of and you would think they were the biggest piece of shit ever if you paid attention to what was going on. And, you know what I'm saying, especially, especially with athletes, it's always okay as long as they're on your team. Oh, I, that, 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 and that's the thing that like probably bothers me the most is like people are willing to excuse. And that I will be the first to admit that like I'm like one of those people I'm like, all right, like innocent until proven, proven guilty. So like if there's like legal charges or like something like that, like I'm like, okay, like let it. Let's, let it, let's see what happens. Let's, let's like, play this let's, out. Like, let, let it work through the court system and stuff like that because, like, it could just be a claim or something like that. Like, you don't know all the evidence, you know. But if there is a legitimate claim or a conviction or something like that, particularly with athletes and stuff like that, like, because they seem to be the ones that get them the most because, uh, well, I don't know. Like they, they just get targeted more. Um, I don't know if it's because they're more recognizable or they go out more or what, but you know, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for letting the process play out, but like, when it boils down to it, you, you know, like if they're like, you know, they're guilty of something like you need to be, you need to recognize that and, and be able to like sit here and analyze that as them as a person, like you can still admire their abilities. Yeah. Abilities. But like, <laughs> You can't. Let me tell you something. Three weeks ago, three weeks ago, 
Patriots fans would have told you that Antonio Brown was a baby and an immature prick and he needed to grow up and you know what I mean? They just gave you the business about Antonio Brown. Now and he's catching is, now that he's yeah. catching tutties, no one cares. Now that he's catching touchdown passes from Tom Brady, is you know what, man? He just needed he just needed somebody that could sit him down and set him straight, you know what I'm saying, and get him back on the right path. And that's what Belichick does. He takes these people and he molds them and you know, no, fuck that. Yeah, you know, I'm not buying it. You know what I mean? Like it works for the Patriots because well, it works for the Patriots because they hold their money against them. Yeah, well, that and a lot of these guys that you know, quote unquote, the Patriots have straightened out. Guess what? They ain't have nowhere else to go. Well, they have nowhere else to go. But also on top of that, like, um, the Patriots, like, it's a. It's a you use me, I use you situation. Mm-hmm. It's it's like re, it's it's like career rehab. Yeah, is pretty much what it is. It's it's like here's the deal. Like I'm going to sign a one two year contract. I'm going to prove myself for lower money. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm going to go somewhere else money. and get yeah. big money. But I'm going to follow. Yeah, because I'm going to follow the rules here. And I'm gonna get paid somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly what they're doing with AB. That's exactly what they're doing with AB. You know, um, AB knows that if he fucks up or breaks the rules, that he's not getting paid by the yeah. Patriots, and then his career could be torched yeah. by so it. Patriots, you know, Patriots cut him. You're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't. You don't. That's three. That's three. That's three fuck ups in a year. Yeah, because you fucked your way out of the Steelers. You fucked your way out of Oakland. And if you fuck fuck your way out of New England, hey, bro, I don't don't know what to tell you. Yeah, because ain't nobody else bringing you into their locker room after all that. Exactly. Especially, especially nobody that's close to winning a Super Bowl. I mean, that's one of the number one reasons that Randy Moss went to New England was to rehab his career, you know. Yeah. Like, some people would disagree with that, but the, the fact of the matter is it's true. Like, he went to New England to rehab his image, you know. Because yeah, he, cause he, was, he was about done, you know. And they, you know, like I said, they brought him in, rehabbed his, his career and his image and got him back on the right path, and he made some more money, you know. He'd have a Super Bowl if it weren't for Eli Manning. But, you know, that's a different story. Well, he's still in the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, you know, all in all, like career-wise, he won. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, um, you know, and, you know, with athletes and such, like, like, with athletes, it's a little bit different because they do have, you know, they can go somewhere and play and win. And if you win, people forget about shit. You know what I mean? With other entertainers and shit, I think it's a lot harder to get that chance and a lot harder to, to strike gold, so to speak. Like, look, fuck, look at Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Like, 
he didn't get paid shit for that first Iron Man movie. Well, RDJ fucked up at the right time is what it boiled down to. RDJ, RDJ kind of fucked up before like social media was like huge and stuff like that and everything. And I'm not, I'm not slamming on RDJ because like, um, he's literally one of my favorite actors. I think he is like enormously talented. He does a ton, a ton of philanthropy, uh, wow, philanthropy, philanthropy work. Um, and stuff like that. And so like, I'm not dissing on him at all. Like he, he does great things for communities and nonprofits and stuff like that. Um, that goes unnoticed at times. Yeah. Um, maybe not as much as like Chris Evans and who's the guy that plays, uh, uh, um, the Hulk. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but, Uh. Mark uh, Ruffalo. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe not as much as them, but, like, he does a lot of great things for, you know, kids and stuff like that. So, I'm not slamming on him, but, like, the fact of the matter is, like, he literally fucked up at the right time where it wasn't going to ruin his career as much as it would today. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, not as much. Yeah, if he was, if he went down that road today, it'd be over. But you got to think, like, where he was, you know what I mean? With uh, they did when the first Iron Man came out, like that was basically like this is your last chance, bro. Like we gonna let you do, we gonna give you this, and if it works, it works, and if not, your he was basically done in Hollywood. And, well, I mean, he's basically the whole reason that uh, Don Cheadle plays. Uh, War Machine now. And I don't know. Terrence Howard might have had a little bit to do with that. Well, the, but that's what I'm saying. Is Terrence Howard on the negotiations for the second Iron Man was he you know, felt that he should have been the highest paid guy on the set. And they were like, okay this, is an, this is an Iron Man movie. We're going to pay Iron Man the guy that plays him more money than his sidekick. Yeah. And and Terrence Howard was like, fuck that. And they're like, okay, you know what? There's a bunch of other black guys in yeah. Hollywood who can hire, so get fucked. We got three but yeah, it's we got three we got three black guys we can choose from. You're you're not the only one. Yeah. Like so Terrence Howard fucked him fucked himself out of that like ten ways a Sunday. Yeah, because of his ego. Because yeah. he wanted, like, his whole thing was, like, I need to be the highest paid guy on, on set. And, well, it's it's not your movie, dude. Yeah. Not your movie. You would have gotten a movie eventually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, I've actually said this to people. Like, if Terrence Howard, like, Terrence, Terrence Howard's an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. I think a lot of people forget this. Like he was in Crash, which was an Academy oh, Award winning movie. God. That movie was amazing. You know? It was an amazing movie, and I personally think that if he would have just shut his fucking mouth, they would have done like a War Machine origin movie. You know, 
with Terrence Howard because, like, just the name itself could have carried the box office, but his ego got in the way. Yeah. You know, so that, you know, I mean, that's on him. You know, I mean, it is what it is. He can, you know, he, he can count he, all the money that he didn't make. I mean, you think about it, Iron Man was the first ever Marvel Avengers movie ever made. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now think of all the movies he missed out on because Don Cheadle was in them. Yeah. So he, let's see. Two. He's missed out on what? Eight movies? Probably. Let's see. Eight, uh, eight nine. We're going. Uh, so two. Two, Iron Iron. Man, two three. Um, Avengers one at yeah. least. Avengers event. I don't know. Was he civil Civil War? Yeah. So that's four. Yeah, no, he was Avengers wasn't... Age of Ultron. Yeah, I don't know if he was in the first Avengers. Come to think of it, but he wasn't in the. He wasn't oh, okay. in the first Avengers. So. The first. Oh, well, not to not to mention this, like like, so Disney Plus is uh, launching in um, was it no November November, November? December November. November I think yeah. November. So think about this, like he could have his own Disney Plus show. Yeah, you know because they're doing that um, that. Uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, Falcon show. Yeah, Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But like, they, they could have, like, completely replaced Falcon with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know, think about this. Think about this. Talking about all the money that, you know, Terrence Howard missed out on by fucking that up. Do you know who do you know the actor who has grossed more money than anybody in history at the box office? Samuel Jackson. Yeah, damn right, motherfucker. Because he, he just he just does everything. Well, that he just does that, and he's like he's done all these Marvel movies that have grossed billions at the box office. But the thing is, like, and to, he did those his, Star Wars movies. To his credit, though, like. He takes like he doesn't take like a big fucking chunk out of the casting the casting budget for these movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he's willing to like, you know, be like, okay, yeah, I'll take this much or this much to just be in this movie. You know what I mean? And you you look at it from the Marvel and the Star Wars standpoint, he doesn't have big roles. That's fine. He, he was doesn't need that, but he was in them, and it counts. And, and and the fact of the matter is, he's still making money. <laughs> still making money. Let's see, uh, you know, because let's see, he was. Let's. I'm trying to think. All right, he did. He did the first Avengers. Oh, he's like made a cameo in like every fucking yeah. movie at this point. Yeah, let's say he was in Avengers. He was in. Was he in Civil War? The one that I always point out to people that's like shocking is that he was actually in Goodfellas. 
back in the early nineties. Yeah. yeah. Like he had a he had a smaller ish role in Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that dude that, that dude's been in everything. Yeah. He is the he is the black Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah. I mean and I give him all the credit in the world. Like uh, he kind of knows his niche, you know, kind of the same way that, uh, um, uh, Denzel Washington does. Oh yeah. You know, like he know he knows, he knows what he's good at. He knows his role and he just, he just keeps bankrolling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Sam Jackson and fucking the the Hateful Eight was fucking amazing. Oh God, it was. Yeah, and I love Tarantino to begin with, but that was fucking amazing. I still haven't seen that new one they put out. That was it Once Upon Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I do want to see that. I need. I still need to see that. Yeah. You know, like, but he's fucking Tarantino's brilliant with his movies. Like, just the the writing and the directing and. Even the way he cuts scenes and stuff like that is just amazing. Yeah. The dialogue. Like, Tarantino and fucking Kevin Smith, in my opinion, write the best just dialogue between characters. Oh, absolutely. What's what's that one actor's name that Tarantino has used recently? Is that German actor that was... uh, in Inglorious Bastards, and then he was in uh, Django, and stuff like that. I mean, that guy is just that guy is an amazing dialogue actor, just amazing. Yeah, you know, like I said, he just writes like the way those two just write characters talking to each other, not necessarily, and not even like to drive the story, just the way they talk to each other like the fucking scene in uh, like the beginning of Reservoir Dogs oh yeah the whole tipping thing like yep fucking amazing and you know fucking Kevin Smith's movies pretty much all they are people sitting around talking especially fucking uh, Clerks oh I know Clerks is amazing actually like in my opinion extremely underrated Clerks 2 I fucking love Clerks 2 Clerks 2, I know a lot of people didn't like it. It came out when I worked at Blockbuster. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't like it because they thought it, like, ruined the first movie and stuff like that. But, like, for me, Clerks 2, like, it it was just as hilarious as the first. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Fucking Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob. I can't wait for the new one. Oh, I know, right? Can't wait for it. And I'm not, well, I know. I'm not even because you know he's gonna. I think that's part of the problem with uh, you have uh, with all these uh, remakes nowadays is that you don't know what to expect. You know, like you're just like, well, like what am I gonna get out of this? You know? Yeah, I I think I. Like, but the whole thing about like the Jay and Silent Bob reboot is he's gonna spend the whole movie making fun of himself. And yeah, that is like, 
you're making a movie about a reboot that is a reboot that makes fun of reboots. Like it's like a fucking hall of mirrors almost. Right. Where where does the movie begin and the making fun of end? You know what I mean? Especially after he had his heart attack. I almost wish he would break the fourth wall with that movie. Yeah. Kind of like they do in Deadpool and stuff like that. Yeah. I was hoping, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, as a human being, I'm glad that he was okay when he had his heart attack. Like, glad the motherfucker didn't die. You know what I mean? But, like, once I heard, like, okay, he had this heart attack, but he's going to be okay. He's going to live. He's fine. I thought he might actually finally make Clerks 3 or Dogma 2. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Dogma 2. I was thinking this motherfucker had a near-death experience. He might actually decide to make Dogma 2. You know, the whole life is fragile, what ifs, and, you know, all that. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take a Jay. I'll take Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, it's it. Regardless, the thing it, that you can guarantee is going to be funny. Yeah, which is all I need it to be. I need it to be funny. I I want to laugh. You know what I mean? Like, which kind of like brings us back to like our initial point is like you know, like comedy is supposed to be fictional. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to take it seriously. Yeah. You know, like like when you when you watch comedy special. Or you go into a comedy movie. You're not supposed to take anything seriously. Like, why Why do people... Like, okay, I can get it if someone gets, like, extreme, extreme. You know, gets overly racist or overly homophobic. But the fact of the matter is, like, I really can't think of a movie or a show that I've seen that's been like that. You know, like, like, I get it that, like, I get it that, like, if you had, a, you know, a movie that was, like, promoting, like, I don't know, like, 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 extreme, extreme comments against, like, gay people or, like, alt-right comments against, like, you know, having a, uh, you know, an all-white state and stuff like that. Like, okay, I understand that. That's let, that's too far to one end or the other. Okay, yeah. but the fact that there's movies aren't like that. Yeah, comedy yeah. comedy specials aren't like that. You know what I mean? Like, and even, so like to get bent out of shape, it makes no sense. Even if it was, even if there was a movie like that, you have to ask yourself, what's the purpose of the movie? You know what I mean? Like, these people are obviously playing characters. What is the purpose of this movie? You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, like, um, I saw, I was listening to a clip of something of uh, Steve Austin where, where he does his podcast. Right. And uh, he does, he asks, like, gets questions and stuff from the listeners or whatever. And somebody had asked him, you know, if he had any reservations or how he felt or whatever about having to say the N-word in The Longest Yard. 
It's like, did you feel uncomfortable doing it or want it changed? It's like, no, you know, I didn't. That's not me. That's not how I talk. But I was playing a character. And this is what the character would say. So, like, that's what I'm doing is I'm acting. I'm playing a character. You know what I mean? Like, if I wanted it to be me, I would just, you know, be myself and not act. You know well, what I mean? And I, th- I think that's where, like, we have such a problem with celebrities nowadays. Like, with celebrities, like, um, as far as, like, artists whether it be acting or, or in, in, in the film industry, whether it be like TV or, or, um, you know, movies producing something like that. I think that like what we do is we hold them too much accountable to like the reality of their content when maybe the reality of their content is just completely fictional, you know, like they're not, it may not be what they mean or they, and they believe, but then, you know, we hop on top of it, Yeah, you know? And then uh, in turn, like with athletes, the problem is like there with athletes, there's no fiction with them. We just, we just, take everything for what they say well the then the problem we have with them is that they're just athletes that's all they are they're just they're they can run faster jump higher and catch a catch and throw a ball better than you can so like why in the hell are like we weighing their opinion heavier than someone else yeah, you know, just, just because we can, yeah, just because they're on TV, like, doesn't mean their opinion matters more. It's perfectly fine to have their opinion, perfectly fine Which, for them to express that opinion, but their opinion doesn't mean more. No, exactly, and that that's the whole thing. Like I've always said, like with athletes specifically, is like you can you can have an opinion, you can express that opinion. You're a person, you're an individual. That doesn't necessarily mean that. I should get bent out of shape over what your opinion is, unless it's like super extreme or something like that, you know? Yeah. And nobody's going to come out and express that opinion. Well, no, because that's going to, you know, that's going to hurt their money. It's going to get, that's going to get them canceled. Yeah. And nobody wants to get canceled. Fuck. They tried to, they just tried to cancel Taylor Swift here recently. For some or what? I don't know. I don't keep up with Taylor Swift, but I just remember seeing it, hearing about it. She had said something or done something, and people didn't like it. And you know, I was like, "Yeah, well." See, I don't, I don't agree with the whole cancel culture unless you're like, uh, you know, a person like uh, what's his name, uh, um, Spence, Spence, Spence. I, I can't even remember his name now. He's a he's a guy who's an alt right uh, uh, leader and stuff like that. And uh, he tries to go around to uh, universities, uh, specifically in the South. And he kind of preaches this uh, whole um, 
like all white, you know, nation thing. Yeah. But like, you know, if if you just have a difference of opinion politically, like I I don't give a shit. I don't care. Here's the other thing. Like I don't even eat. Like even if your opinion is like that of you know you're racist or homophobic or whatever whatever prejudice it is you have. If you ain't got no stroke to do anything, the fuck's the point of canceling them? Well, this like Spencer guy, he's got stroke is the problem. You know what I mean? He's 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 kind of the guy, he's kind of the he's one of the people that got behind that whole uh that whole march that happened in uh was it Virginia where that girl got ran over by the car and stuff like that? Charleston. Yeah, Charleston. Yeah. And so I, I I'm not saying I'm not saying he was the did it or organized it. He didn't. But yeah. um a lot of his ideas, thoughts, stuff like that kind of were the ones that kind of stroked that movement a little bit. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And you know what I mean? I'm trying to Think of, you know, think of, but like, like, like Ben Shapiro, for example. Okay, Ben Shapiro. He's he's got a podcast. He's been on like Joe Rogan. He's very well educated. He's um um got a lot of stroke. He he's got his own podcast. He, he he's a smart guy. Okay, I don't agree with everything he says but the fact of the matter is like just because ben shapiro like goes to a um university and the university doesn't agree with the things he has to say i don't necessarily think that they should shut him out so to speak which has has happened because he's uh he is very, um, I guess, politically like far right, and another thing is he's um, he's, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it, he's um, pretty um, anti-gay. Yeah, and but the thing is, like, I don't view anything that he says as like really over the top. You know, and you know, and like I said, even you know, but you know, like you said, he hosts podcasts and he does all these things. He doesn't have any power to make decisions and a and make you know actual changes to things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we don't want you know Antonio Brown for for example with these, you know, rape allegations that have come out. You know, especially if, you know, once these stories start coming out of, you know, certain details start coming, becoming available, that's liable to cost him his career. You know what I mean? That's why, that's why I don't think they're going to come out though. Yeah. But you know what I mean? If this stuff comes out, it's liable to cost him his career. True. but Donald Trump can basically admit to sexual assault and he's the president. 
Yeah. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I would rather I'd be more okay with Antonio Brown playing football with the way he feels about people and or whatever than the motherfucker that he feels the same way and he's the fucking president. Or he's, you know, a boss of, you know, whatever of his, you know, company or like, I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me who who gets canceled and why. You know what I mean? Well, when you're the leader of the free world, I think you get a little bit more leeway on a lot of that stuff. Oh don't ask ask Clinton how much leeway he got. I mean, it's just it's one of those things that like I, I don't I don't agree with the things he said and the things that he's done, but you know, there comes a certain amount of power with that yeah that position that is different from anywhere else, you know, like you're, you're just shielded more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like to me, I'd be, you know, I'd be more okay with a racist, you know, like, Oh, this person doesn't like black people. Okay, cool. He doesn't like black people, but he makes damn good music. All right, cool. If he makes good music, I can listen to his music. Hell, he ain't whatever he's doing. It ain't affecting me. You know what I mean? Like he's not doing anything to hamper or dampen my, or put a any sort of negative impact on my life by his racism, as opposed to a racist being on the Supreme Court. Like, well, this, I think I think that's where like I think that's where like there's a microcosm in the United States is that we're willing to excuse things from the people that we admire, but we're not willing to excuse them from the people that lead our country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, here's the thing, like, and I'm not even, I don't even think, I don't even look at it as, as an excuse. Like, Oh, I'm excusing his behavior. I disagree with it. I think it's wrong, but, the position that he's in, what he does and how they do it, I don't think is really having a negative impact. Like Tom Brady. Tom Brady plays football. Tom Brady is a quarterback. He throws football passes. It's what he does. Throws the football. When I'm watching him throw the football, him doing his job doesn't really affect anybody's life you know what i mean other than you know unless you had money on the game or some shit you know what i mean like if you got money you bet your house on the super bowl well you hope he completes the passes but you get what i'm saying like his opinions don't affect what he does you know unless he was just racist enough to to say like i'm not gonna throw the ball to black people that you know like that'd be okay well i think that maybe that's where we get into the whole point that like um, to an extent, like we, we value our idols outside of our leadership more. Yeah. You know, like, like, I mean, when it boils down to it, like you have to, 
know what you value, know what you want. And we're in this really tough and dynamic era of where everything is like super extreme. And the thing I hate about that is like everything is extreme, but the the fact of the matter is like the majority of the answers are probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know? And so like, you know, you have an athlete say this, you hate him. You have an athlete say this, you love him. You have a politician say this and you completely write him off. You know, like, I have a good friend of mine that, like, he even told me, (laughs) it sounds so stupid, he even told me every time he votes, the only singular thing he looks at, whether it's, like, local or federal, he goes and looks at, like, what that person's, like, um... Uh, position is on weapons rights and guns rights and then he votes either for them or against them based on that there you go you know I mean it's just like we're just in a very 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 polarized um like honestly like we're I explain. I was explaining this to someone a couple of weeks ago at work. Like, I just feel like politically we're just, or not politically even socially, we're in this fishbowl yeah. where we're just completely polarized to like one end or the other. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, like, the answer is somewhere in the middle, but like, no one is willing to like go to the middle. Go go to the middle (laughs) we're just gonna stand on we're gonna stand on our side and yell while we're yell about why we're right the the um the analogy i used is it's the most worthless and lame game of red rover red rover you've ever seen basically because basically what it is is both sides saying Red Rover, Red Rover, send someone right over. And nobody's you know, like, over. like, and the reason I use that in an analogy is because when it boils down to it, like the people that the people in the Senate, the people in the House, the people in the executive branch, the people that are on the court, they're all fucking kindergartners. So they're playing a kindergarten game. They're playing Red Rover. Yeah. And they're just screaming at each other, Red Rover, Red Rover, send someone right over, and no one's running. So then the other side says, Red Rover, Red Rover, send someone right over, and no one runs. And so then the other side says it, and the other side says it, and just continuously goes back and forth. It's just, it's it's like watching just like, it's just like watching people like lick windows constantly. And I'm sure there's a YouTube channel where people lick windows. Yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We need to uh we need to wrap this up, man. You got any last thoughts or anything you wanna 
give to no, people. No, we like we like like we went in like a fucking uh we got a crazy straw here. Yeah, we with did. this one, but that you know that one bad. Yeah, no, no, not bad. You know, it's what's what this show's about. This is not. This has never been the most organized show. I don't have bullet points, and uh, I don't have a, I don't have a, I, I don't have a producer in my ear telling me what to say. <laughs> like, right. You guys are getting off track. Get bring this back now. We do what the fuck we want. So, so it works out. But you know, always a pleasure. Always fun. Uh, I don't know if I have any last thoughts or not. You know, I, I'd like to come up with something. I'd like to come up with like a little. Remember, like Jerry Springer used to do, like his final thought of the, his thought of the day or whatever. Like, I well, I got one for you. All right, then. Based on like what we were saying, like first of all, like if you're a parent, parent your kids and be their hero. Yeah. Be Reason. the person that be the person that they look up to. Be the be their role model. Okay, don't leave it up to, you know. Charles Barkley, so to speak, yeah. or or Michael Jordan, or LeBron James, or Tom Brady. Okay. The other thing I'd say is, it is okay to believe in what you believe in. It's okay that someone doesn't believe in that. Okay, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. That doesn't mean that they're evil. As a human, we're allowed to believe different things because we're all in this together. Like when it boils down to it, we're all in this together. We're all a tribe. We're all a community. So we don't need to fight with each other about this stuff. We may not agree. It doesn't mean we need to fight. So just. just, I'm just just, going to hum in the background. Just. Just keep it, just keep it mellow, you know. I mean, look at Dub and I. I mean, we're the like biggest odd couple on the face of the planet. He's this big black guy from the south. I'm this like tiny ass white guy from the Midwest, the biggest odd couple on the face of the planet, and we're best friends. We should have our. We should. We should have a reality show. We should. We should. We should have a reality show, and then we can tell people what we think. But we, right. show, we got this podcast. <laughs> well, I got the podcast. As you, you know, it is drinks with dub. But you're welcome on any time. Uh, I'm. A, I'll come in. I'll come in anytime you invite. All right. Uh, on that note, we're gonna get out of here, Joey. Thank you for doing this. Thank. I'll like I said, always a pleasure. Always fun. Thank you guys for listening. Feel free to uh, feel free to comment, share, like, whatever. Email me your thoughts, concerns, critiques, whatever. I don't get emails at the, at this moment, so if you email me something, chances are I'll probably read it on the next episode. But if you don't, fuck you. You know, keep listening anyway. Uh, that email is drinkswithdub at yahoo.com. Like the page, Instagram, Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, all that good shit. Follow me, do what you got to do. I'll be back next week with some more, uh, some more something. I don't know what I'm going to do next week, but I'm going to do something. Keep it and keep it rolling. 
And uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And like I always tell you, if you knew better, you do better. Peace.